0: KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program,
1: Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Good morning and thank you for joining us today. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at AM630 KSLR. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, and this particular program is called Church of the Week. Every uh, week at this same time, we introduce you to a new pastor, someone in and around San Antonio, because our goal is that uh, through this program you would get to know that pastor, and if you are not part of the local community church, that you would actually go and present yourself and be a part of the local community church uh, congregation. And so here with us today in studio is Pastor John Anamiki. He is a pastor of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God Church in San Antonio. Pastor, welcome once again to the studio. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Mark. God bless you. Good to have you. I know that we talked uh, probably for the, uh, the first time uh, about a year ago or so, and yes, you gave us some information about what was going on in your life, but it's been a while since we last chatted, and maybe some of the folks that are listening to us today haven't uh, heard uh, about... What God is doing in your life. So, before we start talking about the ministry and what's going on at Bethel and some great things that are coming up, let's kind of rewind to uh, to your personal life. Let's go back to your upbringing and your childhood
2: time, and tell us a little bit of a, a little bit of a biography. Uh, right. Yourself. Uh, praise the Lord. Um, uh, my name is John Anamiki, and I just want to give God praise and glory for uh, the, the grace to be alive and. Uh, for his love for me um, as a child of God. I was born into um, a clergy home. My dad uh, was a pastor in the Assembly of God, and he served in the General Council of the Assembly of God, especially with uh, young adults, college campus ministries. Uh, married to my mom, of course, several years ago. Uh, we're a family of six children. We're brought up in the way of the Lord, uh, basically. Um, well, an event happened at the age of six precisely 1987 um, my dad went to be with the Lord at the age of 41 and uh, that was a really a tough time but I, I want to give God thanks and praise that my mom um, through the help of the Lord you know really inspired us to to go to church to serve the Lord to remain faithful so we all um, had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ even from the age of six years old so I gave my life to Jesus at six God filled with the Holy Ghost at the age of thirteen, and by the grace of God, I've stayed in that narrow path uh, till today. And I'm still, and I still really thank God. Um, growing up, you know, we're faithful in church, serving the Lord, involved in children's choir. Uh, my mom made it a point of duty to make sure that every of the children, six of us, had a college degree uh, and at least have a college degree, which we did. Um, to the glory of God, you know, we all came out well. Uh, and, and so we're still able to combine our professional careers with ministry, every one in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, professionally, I'm trained to be a periodontist. Um, uh, but call, my calling, the calling of God over my life is, is, is the pastoral ministry. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, we moved to the United States about 15 years ago in Dallas, came to San Antonio uh, for dental school, and God called me into ministry at the, at the time I was ending my dental program the UT Health Science Center and San Antonio Dental School. I went into residency for periodontics, um, graduated in 2012, and the Lord told me it's time to start a pastoral ministry. And, uh, you know, it was scary at, at first, yeah. but we thank God uh, for grace. Thank God for my wife. and Thank God for my mom, who later came to join us from Dallas. Uh, and great people in ministry that God has used to really support us and to the glory of God, we started with eight people in our living room mm. right there Medical Drive. And God has increased us within three years to over 400 people. How we we'll see 400 people in two services every Sunday, it's a miracle. Uh, just God. as it's a surprise to anybody that hears, it's just a surprise to me. Because I can tell you, the summary of it all is, is God doing what he's doing. And we just see him doing it, and yes. we give him all the praise. And the Bible says, no man tickets. This honor to himself. We I've seen God from my childhood to date, and I'm very grateful that God has found us faithful and chosen us to be able to be part of what He's doing in our community. I we're very glad to be part of the San Antonio community.
1: Amen. Well, welcome. Amen. Um, you said that when uh, when God called you to the pastoralship, that you were it was a little scary. It was was, scary. was there ever a time in in that time of the transition in your mindset was there a struggle uh, internally? Not spiritually, but rather mentally. Uh, Well, God, I want to follow this career. Was there anything like that, or was it automatic yes? Well,
2: absolutely, yes. You know, it it was scary. And I'll tell you, even though we've been involved in ministry, my wife and I, my wife uh, is also a pastor's kid. Uh, Her father is a pastor in uh, the Apostolic Church in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, One of the scariest things is for a man to say that God has called him. Really, you must be sure beyond... Every reasonable doubt that that God has called you, absolutely, and that you didn't send yourself, right? You know, it's better to be double sure than for you to go thinking that God has called you when it's just your desire to want to be involved in ministry. Mm -hmm. And that would always reflect, because when the tough times come, it's what God has spoken to you that will be the anchor for you choosing to remain or not to remain. Amen. And so there was that struggle. It wasn't so much of a problem because, yes, fine, we knew we, we loved our careers. But I was—I'd already made the promise to God several years ago, uh, even before I got to dental school. I said, God, the day you ask me to drop my career, I won't think about it twice. Wow. So I already made that vow before I went into the dental program. Uh, I, I look at my life as completely belonging to the Lord. I everything that I am, it belongs to Him. He yes. he, he He can make a life and He can kill. So mm. I, I've already surrendered everything, nothing. And I told my wife that same information even before we got married. That any day God requires anything from us, uh, I already I already told Him He can have it all mm-hmm. because He owns it. The Bible said "The earth is the Lord's and the fullness is giraffe. So the the for us, it wasn't much of the struggle of wanting to go into, if if we really wanted to go into ministry. It was more of the fact that, Lord, we really want to be sure that it is you that is asking us to go into pastoral ministry because I was serving at the time as an assistant pastor somewhere else and I was fine and I was we were doing fine the work the work was really going great mm-hmm. uh, but now for you to move into being the pastor of a flock that means you have full responsibility of the lives and the destinies of men right uh, before now we were just helping someone else to do that and we mm-hmm. just wanted to make sure that God was leading us and we wanted him to give us a backing and it, to be honest with you, we took a full year to fast and pray, mm. just to be sure. And even till the last minute before I informed my my head pastor at the time, Doctor Sunny, uh, I said, "God, if you tell me no, I'm, it's it's very easy to go back. I really don't want to do it if you don't want to. Yeah. You if you don't want us to go." But God confirmed it several times, even from people that were not in San Antonio. In fact, as a matter of fact, one of the mornings, 8 a.m. one morning. On a Saturday morning, the Lord sent a pastor from Laredo to us and told us, God said, don't worry, whatever he's asked you to do, go ahead and do for he's backing you. Wow. There was no way. He didn't even know what he was talking about. So we got those confirmations, amen. apart from our personal ones, that it was God that was leading us. And pastor, I want you to.
1: Yeah, amen. That's awesome. I want you to talk a little bit about the importance of uh, fasting and praying, because a lot of times. We do have good intent. Yes. Maybe, you know, whether you mentioned about ministry, you might have a, a good intent and in wanting to be involved in ministry but don't necessarily have the calling of God. Uh, why is it important, whether it's ministry or work-related or family-related, whatever the case is, why is it important that we as Christians not just be churchgoers but really learn to be disciples and really learn the importance of fasting and praying? Thank you.
2: Thank you very much for, for that question. It, it, it's so important for us as believers uh, to really go to God in fasting and prayer because it shifts the trajectory of our spiritual senses from our own wisdom to God's wisdom, mm-hmm. God's direction, especially if we're trying to find the will of God. yeah. Fasting and prayer helps us to be able to bur- bury our will, humble ourselves before the Almighty God and say, Lord, um Whatever you ask us to do, we'll do. Of course, Second Chronicles chapter seven verse fourteen. The Bible says, My people that are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways. The Lord said, I will hear from heaven, I'll forgive the sin, I will heal the land. Fasting and prayer opens you up to the Lord for God to be able mm-hmm. to do an internal work and for him to be able to give you his will and to bless his will in your life. Just like in anything, any vision, you need details. When, it, when you fast and pray, God gives you the details ah. of his will. If you just want to go by watch how you feel spiritually and not fast and pray, you would only know the destination, but you don't know the direct location in the destination. Mm. So what most people understand is like, the, it's just like, oh, I'm going to San Antonio. But in San Antonio, there's north, there's south, there's east and west. Right. You need the details. That's right. And when you're lacking the details, what happens is you go in a merry-go-round. So many people are in a merry-go-round of God's will. The mm. only way to find the details of His will is when you submit yourself, you you halt your direction, and you humble yourself in the place of fasting and prayer to get God's details through fasting and prayer. Because in fasting and prayer, you're stopping everything about you. You're leaving your will aside. You're leaving your pleasure. And you're trying to say, Lord, I'm going to seek you to give me the details. And if you look at Scripture... Every time people have fasted and prayed, Daniel chapter 2, when he was fasting and praying, asking about God's will for God to reveal the dream of the In fact, as a matter of fact, the scripture says that the king had a dream but forgot his dream. Mm. But God revealed the dream of the king and gave the details of the dream. Yeah. The same with Joseph and Pharaoh. Mm. It's scriptural. Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights before he started his ministry. Yes, And so when someone wants to start a ministry and you've not even fasted with the pattern of Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith, we don't follow his pattern. No wonder we don't get the kind of results that Jesus gets. Mm. So if our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords, who is God, 100% God, but in the flesh, took time out to seek God and the scripture says he was led of the spirit, Yes. And he fasted and prayed. No wonder he did amazing ministry for three and a half years and the world has not been able to recover from three and a half years of Jesus' mm. ministry on earth.
1: We see time and time again in scripture where Jesus went away yes. to spend that time with the Father. Absolutely. And it was there where he received the download of the, the will of the Father. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's amazing. Amen. Uh, it's incredible. So thank you. Those are words from uh, Pastor John Anamiki of Bethel Covenant Assembly of God Church. If you don't have a home church, well, we want to tell you, Bethel Covenant Assembly of God uh, is, uh, is available and uh, would welcome you with open arms. They're located at 6812 Bandera Road. That's 6812 Bandera Road here in San Antonio. More information uh, by calling 210-681-8805, again, 681-8805, and if you'd like to uh, learn more online, you can uh, log on to BethelCovenantAG.org, org. Sunday services are at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m., and I uh, would love to have you. Pastor, let's talk a little bit, uh, before we talk about the, some of the things that are coming up, I want to, if you can, draw a comparison with what God is doing or how Christianity uh, is in in uh, in Africa and in Nigeria uh, sp- specifically versus where we are here today in San Antonio, Texas? What is what is the spiritual difference? And maybe
2: that's a whole hour of talking uh, about. That, that's a great question because uh, recently I just came back from mis- uh, a mission trip uh, in Nigeria two weeks ago. Um, I had a, a it was supposed to be a three day meeting that became. A seven-day meeting, mm. just by the move of God, awesome. and uh, the, the 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 spiritual climate over there in Africa is different. People are passionate about God. People have a sincere desire and they see God, but they see God from the 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 standpoint physically of their inability to even make ends meet. Mm. So really, they look at God as the only way out. Yeah. They God is the only option. There is no plan B. Mm. That is the way they look at God, and so that's why you, when you see someone a Christian from from Africa or from other most parts of the third world, they 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 know that God is God is it? That's it, yeah. Because you have He to, is the answer. Yes, He <laughs> you you have to choose Him and he, and Him alone. Else, you're gone. And you know when the Scripture talks about we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but but against principalities and powers. The spiritual climate there, and I can tell you just understanding the differences, even in preaching and just just within this short time, you really wrestle against some serious spiritual powers mm. when you get there. So you you have to be prayed up. The, the, the way they pray there is completely different from the way they pray here. You have to take care of some spiritual Powers, witchcraft, yes. uh, evil spirits, and even the people and the government—they are territorial spirits. Mm-hmm. Just like in, in in the case of Daniel, the Bible said there was the prince of Persia right. that suspended his prayers for twenty-one days. Wow! So it's it's over there. It's a real it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a, just a figment of imagination. So you take time to pray, fast, and pray overnight, and just really seek the face of God. So. The dimensions of ministry there has a lot to do with power ministry, power flow, the move of the Holy Ghost to be able to destroy the powers of darkness. Mm -hmm. That's more of the dimension over there in Africa. Here, it's all about, it's more about the word personal improvement, you know, working with the Lord, Mm -hmm. which they also emphasize there. But it's just that there's so many people under oppression, Mm -hmm. under spiritual oppression over there that you have to, first of all, release a person from Sure. From oppression before you can now launch them into a positive walk, yes, most believers here, and rightfully so, because of course the gospel has been here, and it came from here to africa so there's uh, there's been some mileage uh, already put in in the Christian walk here, where people are more open to the Word of God by radio, by television mm-hmm. uh, by other by other means of ministry, yes. that you can get fed you can be fed by the word not necessarily by your pastor alone, mm-hmm. so you have access to other good. Sources of inspiration from the Word of God. Yes. So people are. It's it's very different. The climate, the spiritual climate is different. You don't. Not that we can't. We, we don't deal with principalities and powers, especially because America is becoming more uh, multi-racial and uh, people from other countries coming in. So mm-hmm. it, it's changing a little bit, but it's not as like it's over there. Here, yeah. uh, you have more people that are more open to the Word of God. Right. Um. And and uh, y- you know. But open to just walking with God in a in a nicer way, yeah. uh, and more accepting, mm-hmm. not really as negative over there over there, you, your neighbor can be a wizard, and you have to deal with that and if wow. you pray overnight and some things could happen when you wake up in the morning over here it's a little different so sure. uh if you just in case anybody's planning to go over there for ministry, there's nothing wrong, God is going to back you up, but you have to be spiritually strong, mm-hmm. you can't be on the fence over there you can't you can't serve God and partially serve the devil over there. Here, you know, people kind of take some things for granted. And so that's why, you see, when you have more believers that come from there, we take things more seriously. Mm-hmm. We take the devil seriously. We don't play with the devil. It's either you're for God or you're for the devil. And yeah. we, we choose to be on God's side. And the Bible says they that know their God's shape is strong and they should do exploits. Amen.
1: Amen. I haven't had the honor to be in uh, Nigeria yet. I have been in Uganda. By the grace and, of and God, I, and I get can, you there. <laughs> yeah. And I know that uh, definitely in Uganda, that is definitely true as yes, well. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you for being uh, keen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and Amen. listening to him and bringing, uh, as he brought you here to San Antonio. Uh, you're about to celebrate your third year anniversary. Yes, sir. Uh, so tell us about what's going on at uh, Bethel Covenant Assembly. God.
2: Amen. We, we're really, really excited about what God is doing. Uh, God has really blessed the church. Uh, when we look at what God has done in the past... Three years, uh, uh, just December here in 2015, God uh, inspired us to have a service called an international Thanksgiving service. And we celebrated 17 nations and 17 nationalities Mm. uh, that are part of our church from all parts of the world. Of course, especially we have more Americans (laughs) and uh, people from Mexico. And also, from Nigeria, but yeah. we, we looked at the congregation, we had a representative we had representatives of seventeen nations. All in the church. That reminded wow. us of the book of Acts, you know, where people from every nation, every nation. and every culture, the Bible is our part by spirit upon our flesh, George chapter 2. So we were really, really excited at what God was doing. Mm. Uh, God has really moved on the church that we one service is not sufficient anymore to be able to have everybody because God is just doing amazing things. People are blessed. You see live miracles, God healing cancer. Um, in the church, uh, uh, amazing things. And and there is this strong power of prayer. Our church has a real strong emphasis on prayer. Friday night, you have people come from other churches just to be a part of what God is doing. And we don't, we don't try to stop anybody from joining the prayer service, want them to be a part of their congregation. But the Friday prayer service, 7 p.m. every Friday, it's an amazing time because you could see God literally do things you pray on Saturday and Sunday morning, you have your testimony and people are screaming and jumping. Mm. Unbelievable things. And so, God helped us. Now it's 2016. It's March. This is our third year and we're celebrating. We actually have two major um, events back to back. We have the It's good that it started with a Good Friday service, which starts on the 25th. We're having a special healing and miracle service on Friday. And we have the pleasure of having a a wonderful servant of God who God uses in in the miraculous and in healing. um, Apostle Lawrence, he's going to be with us on Friday night. Uh, at 7 p.m. And we have a wonderful a worship leader, um, well-known in the United States, um, uh, Martha Munuzi She's going to be with us on on Friday night, mm-hmm. on the 25th on the Good Friday service. We have the Easter celebration. and next The next week, which is going to be on the 30th, uh, which is the anniversary program proper, we have the pleasure of having, by the grace of God, uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch. He's going to be with us for the Word Feast on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Then we have um, the Assistant General Superintendent of the Assemblies of God, Nigeria, who also features on the TBN, Dr., uh, Reverend Dr. Alton Garrison. He's going to be with us for Award Feast. Then Friday night on the on the on April 1st, there's going to be a special concert, musical concert, just worshiping God. Mm. And just thanking him for what he's done for all three years for us and what he will do for the next 30 years or 40 wow. years of our ministry. Uh, We also want to, by the grace of God, on Saturday morning, which is April the 2nd, we want to give back to the community uh, through charity evangelism and just in part our city. Um, So we want to be able to give uh, groceries, foods, clothes, and just minister and pray for people that would want to be ministered to. Um, on Saturday morning, at tw- or Saturday uh, morning, April second at twelve noon, uh, by the grace of God, we're taking care of twenty five hundred residents of Leon Valley, wow. San Antonio, um, Hillotis, and all the ev- all the people in all the communities. As many of them that can be a part of what God is doing, we just want to be able to bless our city, mm-hmm. just like Jesus fed the five thousand. Yes, we we want to do twenty five hundred halfway. Amen, amen. <laughs> Trusting awesome. God to wow. bless them. And on Sunday morning, we'll we'll have the pleasure of having a very wonderful worship leader that many of us know, uh, Don Moyne. Don Moyne is going to be with us on Sunday morning at Bethel Covenant Assembly of God for a special worship service. And we're trusting God that God will bless us. And bringing in the word. will be our district superintendent, Dr. Tim Barker. He's going to bless us with the word. So it's going to be a wonderful and exciting time. Um, that God will be doing in San Antonio. I want to invite everyone to be a part of it. You don't necessarily need to be a part of our church to come, and we're not asking you to stop being members of your church. We just want you to enjoy what God is doing in our community, and God is blessing San Antonio. We believe that there's going to be a great revival that will take place in the city Amen. that will spread all over the world. So this is Jesus like name.
1: a week-long power-packed conference, concert, community outreach all in one.
2: Yes, sir. We're, <laughs> we're bringing it back to like that. this is street. Amen. What God is doing. I'm just blessing our city. Amen.
1: Yeah. Very good. Is there a cost? No. It, everything
2: is free. Every Everything is free. The Bible says freely you've received, freely you give. So mm-hmm. we're, we want to just bless our city and uh, we're committed to doing that in the name of the Lord. Amen. Uh, besides
1: the radio station, uh, how do people in the community that have that need find out about coming out and being being blessed? By uh, by the works that
2: are happening there that day. Well, we have the billboards right now going in San Antonio okay. on three major billboards on 410 and I 10. We have the information um, on the Claire Channel billboard. We're, we're doing door to door evangelism as well. Um, and just on our website, we're using that uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, all through all the electronic media. We're spreading the word to let people know. And please, There's nothing as good as word of mouth. So if Mm -hmm. you can help us be an extension to people around, just tell them God is doing something. Check Bethel Covenant, ag.org on our website. You can get that information as well. Um, to 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 reach out to as many people as you can. Amen.
1: Amen. Sounds like a uh, fantastic week, uh, and it's not just week. It's not just one week, but it, this is revival yeah. and, and it goes on. You guys meet all the time every week uh, yes, Sundays, and so it doesn't have to be just one week where you just come attend and leave, but rather something that you can continue to receive the word of God and be a part of the community church and and that kind of thing.
2: Absolutely, and and, and this high encouragement to many people, uh, Pastor Mark. I just want to say this. I, I, I usually tell the people in, in Bethel: there is nothing wrong with the seed. Most of the time, there's something wrong with the ground, and you cannot know the mm. taste of a fruit from the seed except it is planted. That's why Jesus said, "Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone." So what That's we like have a whole preaching right there. <laughs> we have a lot yeah. of great believers wow. who are not planted, and mm. that is why they can't manifest the fruit. So people need a place where they can be fed with the Word of God to produce all that God has given to them. And so if you need a Bible-believing church where you can grow in the things of God with your family, God brought Bethel for you. And if you're hearing this message, I want to encourage you, you need to be planted. And I believe that if you if you can join us just for one service, you would experience the power of God and I trust that God will bless you and your family as you grow in the things of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen,
1: amen, amen. and amen. amen. Absolutely. We do need to be planted, Pastor, and that's why we do this program. Because we yes. want people to know about Bethel Covenant. We want people to know about the local community church yes. and be a part of it, not just see it as they drive by, but right. be a part of it. So one more time, I want to leave you with the information for Bethel Covenant Assembly of God Church located at 6812 Bandera Road. More information online at BethelCovenantAG.org, or you can call the office at 210-681-8805, 210-681-8805. Pastor John, thank you so much for being here. Always a pleasure to see you in and around the studios. And uh, for everyone else that's listening, we hope that you accept that invitation and be out there, not only during this uh, week or two-week-long celebration, but uh, throughout the time that uh, that God gives you life, that you would be involved in the community church and uh, reach out to Bethel Covenant Assembly God. Thank you so much for listening to AM630 KSLR. My name is Mark Longoria. And have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Thank you for joining us today
0: as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com.